For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you are targeting Texas to come to, we're going to show up in force and shut down the border. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. I don't know why I just started talking like William Shatner. That was your governor, Governor Abbott, doing what he can, you know, with the crisis on the border, you know. And, uh, yeah, Trey had a uh, taxi driver call him up earlier today on the 550 KTSA Morning News. And, and this is something we've heard time and time again is that there's migrants. <laughs> there's illegal aliens uh, stacking up at the airport waiting for flights. They're, they're living there, basically. They live there, man. They, 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 they have been waiting. They're waiting for a flight to wherever they're being flown. Uh, yeah, we're, we're hearing crap about, uh, from the administration that, oh, no, no, we're, we're getting rid of all the Haitians. We're, we're flying them home. But you know what's going on, right? They, they put a couple of Haitians on an airplane <laughs> and they fly them back to, to Haiti, uh, to, so they could say, hey, look, no, we're getting rid of them. Meanwhile, they're shipping them out to Texas. Shipping them out to Florida, you know, they, they, it's kind of like the drone strike on that innocent family. They're just trying to show that they're doing something. No, we're putting them on planes, man. Trey said he's heard that uh, they just get back on the plane and fly back. <laughs> yeah, baby, it's a crisis, and 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 also that's how you steer a horse. Okay, I, I I've never rid a cutting, read, uh, ridden a cutting horse, but I've I've ridden a few horses in my time. I've been horseback riding in Colorado. Up there uh, in Red Rocks, not Red Rocks, um, uh, Garden of the Gods, and you know you 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 steer the horse, Chris. You steer the horse with the reins, right? That's kind of how you operate. The that's how you get the horse to go this way or that way, is with those strappy things called reins. Duh. They're not whipping migrants. <laughs> God, if I hear that, oh oh my God. Your homeland, homeland security puke, Alejandro uh, Maracus, Maronicus there. Uh, you know, he, oh, he's, he's horrified by this. He's horrified. It's like, dude, they're not whipping the migrants. You, a horse doesn't come with a steering wheel, okay? It's, you you got to use the reins, okay? That's just kind of how it operates. Just so sick of everything, man. <laughs> You, you, at some point soon, right, Chris? You're going to have more people uh, under that bridge in Del Rio than you have citizens in Del Rio. You're going to have, listen to me, you're going to have more illegal aliens from Haiti or wherever the hell they're from in Del Rio than actual citizens of Del Rio. And nobody has received a phone call. The mayor of Del Rio has not received a phone call from the administration. In fact, none of the states uh, uh, that are the border states that are having issues with migrants 
also known as illegal freaking aliens, uh, you know, have received a, a single call from this administration. Kamala, well, who knows? She's doing her nails somewhere. Yeah, she's supposed to be handling this, but, you know, after she got down to the bottom of the root causes on her trip a few months ago, you know, now she's just doing her nails. Meanwhile, uh, Joe Biden uh, and and <laughs> the, the, the British Prime Minister were uh were uh having a mutual press conference in the in the White House yesterday and it, it got really really weird. Boris Johnson is sitting down, he's answering questions. If he wants to answer questions. And Joe is just kind of like <laughs> Joe's, Joe's sundowning, okay? It's the middle of the day and he's sundowning there right next right next to Boris. Boris like, "Do you mind if I take some questions?" <laughs> <laughs> do you still have that audio and uh biden opens his mouth. first thing he says is good luck <laughs> good luck <laughs> and then all hell breaks loose and his own staff starts shouting him down uh interrupts or uh unbalances the the belfast good friday uh, accords that's the uh belfast good friday agreement that's that's the. He <laughs> shoving the reporters, you know, out out the door because they can't. I guess they can't cut his mic in in the Oval Office. I can't, you know. So they got to shout him down. The President of the United States. We're in trouble, man, with a capital T. Trouble, 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 trouble. The bars is just looking like, what the bloody hell? So, you know, that's the state of uh, affairs right now. Um, uh, We also heard yesterday, unfortunately, sadly, that the remains found in Wyoming are those of Gabby uh, Petito. And uh, we, we have not, and it is a homicide. Uh, that was announced, and we we don't know how you know uh, she 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 died or was murdered rather, but um, we we do know that she, that she was murdered, and you know and I I it's got to be bad because again I keep I keep seeing that FBI agent in my mind uh, when they first announced they'd found some remains, and I've never ever seen an FBI agent break down like that. They're pretty hardened folks, you know, and I, I've known a few FBI agents over the years, a couple of field agents. Well, not field agents. I knew a guy who worked in the, in the forensics lab. But they, you know what I mean? The, Chris, they see a lot of horrible stuff, you know, <laughs> being an FBI agent or law enforcement in general. And when you see somebody who is visibly shaken by what they've seen at a crime scene, you know it's got to be bad. So God rest her soul. You know, what a, what a sad, sad case. And I hope they find that SOB, you know. I wonder if he's already dead. You know, part of me thinks he's already, you know, offed himself. I don't know. But uh, hopefully there will be some resolution to this case at some point. Joy Reid actually made a point, And while I don't agree with her reasoning, 
But she is right, and I'm not saying this to diminish the the tragic nature of, of, of this case, but when you have a true crime case that goes wall to wall and it's a very hot story, it's you know everybody's following this like a soap opera, like I said yesterday. It's very melodramatic. And Joy Reid said, uh, you know, without diminishing the tragedy, I'm paraphrasing, but she said, it's missing white woman syndrome. In that in many of these kinds of cases, that uh, stories that become vastly popular. And, and, and as I said yesterday, a story doesn't get wall-to-wall coverage. If it's a true, a true crime story, has no you can't really attach any political bias to it, although Joy Reid is attempting to. It's something that everybody hooks into, and stories like that get the coverage they get because they're very popular. And a lot of people consume that story on a daily basis and each new chapter of it. And she's right to a certain extent from an observational standpoint that at the heart of almost all of these stories, whether they're the victim or the perpetrator, is a pretty young white woman. And I'm just being honest. And you, it's true. Um, she says it's because of institutional racism, of course. Uh, and it's the racist media, which she's a part of. And I don't think that's true. I I don't know why it's true. I just know that it sort of is true, right? And uh, and so for the first time in in my existence, I at least partially agree with Joy Reid, and that makes me feel creepy and weird. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, Chris, I just did the whole show in sixteen minutes, so I, I we're just going to screw off for the rest of the show. Actually, what happened to me yesterday in my cul-de-sac? I'm going to talk about that when we get back. That was a big, big hit on the show this morning, wearing Rima. Oh, God. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I have, I have yesterday. I had what I call a pig moment, and no, it's not about me being a sexist pig, although I probably am one. The pig moment. I've told this story a number of times over the years. That when I was a kid, I was maybe eight or nine years of age. I was at my grandmother's house in Iowa, and she lived on an old farmhouse. And there were some woods behind their barn, and I was out there playing, and and I saw a pig in the woods. Saw a pig walking through the woods. I went inside. My mom's there. My grandmother's there. A couple of aunts. You know, the family's there. And I said, hey, I just saw a pig in the woods. My grandmother, who was Norwegian, says, why? No, you didn't. My grandmother started every sentence with the word why. I don't know why. My grandmother, I I saw a pig in the woods. Why? No, you didn't. There's no pig farm around here. Why? That's impossible. My mom agreed. Nobody believed me. To this day, I can still see the damn pig. There was a pig in the woods. I, I saw it, man. And I had a pig moment yesterday. Okay, so I'm in my wife's car. We, uh, for whatever reasons, we swapped we swapped rides yesterday, and she had my car to go to a thing she had to go do, and I had her car. I went out to the, picked up my stepson from work, and then went to the Walgreens to get some stuff, and came back. And my wife has like an SUV kind of a thing. It's an older vehicle. Okay, it's not fancy. There's no little touch screen in it. It's got a CD player. <laughs> the AC barely works. The car's about eight or nine years old, I guess. All right. And so I pull up to the mailbox. I got the mail key in on on a, on, a, on a separate ring. Okay, I got the keys in the ignition. The car is on because I'm just hopping out and checking the mail. 
So I hopped out of the car, checked the mail. There was nothing interesting in there. So I left the damn mail in there. And then I went to go, I went to go get back into the car and all the doors had locked. Cars running, keys in the ignition, all the doors are locked. I can't get into the car. It's just sitting there running. And so I'm like, are you blanking, kidding me? You know, and so I, I, my, my phone is in the car. So I, I had to walk down the street to the house. I, I, I was looking around. My stepson, my step, I'm like, can you text your mom and ask her if there's an extra key for the car? Because the car's locked. I can't get into it. And it's running. We have no extra key. Okay. So I cannot get into the car. My wife gets home and eventually we get a hold of AAA. It took a while, but a guy shows up and was able to get into the window. And so, you know, the problem was solved. Right. The thing is, I didn't lock the doors. I did not lock mm-hmm. the doors. I pulled up. I got out of the running vehicle. I shut the door. Checked the mail. Went to get back in the car. Doors are locked. Nobody believed me. Kids, my wife, they're all looking at me like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She's like, Mr. Sean, I've had this car for eight years. It's never happened to me. She doesn't really talk like that, but she's like, it's never happened to me. And I'm, I, I don't care. It, it happened. I did not lock. And nobody, they still don't believe me. I did not lock the car, Don. Chris, I did not lock the car. The car locked itself. It just locked up. It was karma. It, it, yeah. <laughs> you left the mail in there. I didn't lock the They They think that I accidentally somehow locked the vehicle on the way out of the car. But I didn't because the locky thing is far from the handle of the car. Okay. Trey was like saying, well, maybe your defibrillator hit it. I'm like, no, it, it's on my right side. I, I didn't, there's no way the freaking defibrillator hit the, hit the lock thing. I don't know, but here's what bothers me about the whole story is you go to the mailbox. Right. You get out of the car. Right. You shut the door. Yes. You go to the mailbox. You open the mailbox. This is correct. You see that there is mail in there. Right. None of it is of interest to you. So you close the mailbox back up. Oh, yeah. You well, just it? left it You left it in there. I did leave it in there. Why didn't you just take it with you? I didn't feel like it. Oh, my God. You Karma. have achieved a whole new level of lazy. <laughs> I didn't feel like it. You just you couldn't carry but, the mail but, back to the car, but the, the no. 10 feet or whatever it was. No, I couldn't. And oh. it wouldn't have mattered anyway because I couldn't get into the damn car because it locked itself. And so, I didn't lock it. So... I'm also the guy that leaves the ice trays empty, okay? <laughs> and piss gobs the chicken off. Of oh, stop. Uh, so yeah. anyway, the, the, the door, it might, they don't believe me that I did not lock the door. I don't But either. I did not. What do you mean you don't believe me? I didn't lock the stinking well, door. I, I don't think you did it on purpose. I think no, there was I some didn't. No, I did not. Contact you I had no inadvertent contact. I had no inadvertent contact with the locky thing. I just mm-hmm. got out of the car. You don't believe me either. You live your Neither truth. one of you. Just live your truth, Sean Ryan. It's it is the truth. I saw a pig <laughs> and I didn't lock the car. I don't why? know why yes, it locked. You did. Why no I didn't, Mr. Man. I don't oofta. I don't know why the car locked. I just know I didn't lock and so I'm in the middle of the street and every and every time I say this they're all looking at me like I'm full of crap. This is going on in the middle of the street, man. And so every time I get a look 
So that, you know, you're full of crap. You accidentally locked it. Then I get more shrill and more profane. It's like, no, no, you, you know, you're you all looking at me. And I'm blanking telling you, I didn't, I got, I pulled up, and I go through it like the same thing. I pulled up, put the car in park. <laughs> I got out. I shut the blanket door. I checked the blanket <laughs> mail. I got, went to go back into the car. The car was locked. Mm-hmm. And I didn't blanking lock, I'm screaming in the middle of the street. I didn't blanking lock the car. In the meantime, your defibrillator is working overtime. You know, I'm getting ready to start buzzing. Smoke coming out of my ears. Oh, man, that's funny. I did not. It, my wife's listening right now. Mm-hmm. In, in the car. Be careful when you get out, baby. I, I did not lock the car. It locked itself. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And you just, had the car. Happened. The car was in park. It was in park. Right. It was running. Because mm-hmm. she's like, you must have locked it. I didn't, I didn't touch the keys. Right. I didn't touch the thing in the door. I put it in park. I got out. I checked the mail. It's nothing interesting, so I left it in there. I'll grant you that was weird. It's a very Sean thing to and do. And then I went to get back in the car, <laughs> and all the doors were locked. And I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes me. Oh. Just like they didn't believe me when I saw that damn pig in my grandmother's house. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. I don't. Could it? Could it not be a short of some kind? Could not something have happened that would lock the doors like that? A short on the car's part? No. Uh, you know, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't lock the car. I just got out. No, you locked the door. I didn't lock the door. I didn't touch anything, Chris. Now, when you went, I got out of the vehicle without touching when you pulled up to the mailbox. Anything. I'm assuming the mailbox is on the side of the road. Yes, yeah, so I'm not at the end of your driveway. It's, it's on the opposite it's one side. Of those giant, one of those big, yeah, where yeah. the whole neighborhood gets their mail in this right. one receptacle. Yeah. So you pull now right when you got eight. out of the, when you got out of the car was the driver's side. Fate was it was it the driver's side? It was I, on the opposite side of the driver's side. All right, so you couldn't so just leave, facing the passenger side. So you couldn't leave the door open in fear that a car would go by and take the. Door That's precisely the right. I didn't want to leave the door open in case a car came by, because there was another car on parked on the other side, so it would have made it difficult. I was thinking about okay, other well, people. No, there's one. Okay, we'll give you a point for that. However, we have to subtract points for the fact that you locked yourself out of the car. I didn't lock myself and out of the car. Was mail in the mailbox, and you left it. There I left the mail in the for did, someone else to collect. I left the mail in there, but I did not lock the car. It did not happen. Did not happen. All right, I got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Don't forget your lockout. <laughs> oh, he's got that covered. Don't make me come through that glass. I almost broke some glass yesterday, okay? Hey, AAA is not going to get you into there. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. The horrible thing Disney has done to Jessica Rabbit coming up. God, I hate everything. But first, uh, Richard wants to talk about I, I was telling you how my... I got locked out of my wife's car while it was running yesterday, and I everybody thinks that I accidentally locked the car, but I, I didn't. Richard, how are you? Sean. Hey. I'm here to witness for you, brother. I've got an old Chevy pickup. It's about 10 or 12 years old, and it's got this stupid thing where when you put it in gear, it automatically locks the door. <laughs> and, then, and then when you, you take it, put it in park, it's supposed to unlock the doors, right? 
Well, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And more than twice, I have had to go inside the gas station and borrow the clerk's phone because my phone's locked in the truck, and I didn't hit anything. You didn't touch didn't anything, anything, did you? Ha! I, I, it, and you talk about everybody giving you the fish eye, you know, yeah, right, you know. More like the stink I've eye. I've been this more than once, brother. More than once. See, there it is. All right, Richard, thanks for validating me. Sure enough, son. God, God bless you. I, I, didn't, I didn't lock the damn car. Mm-hmm. Nope. Didn't happen. Um, Jessica Rabbit. Okay, so remember who framed Roger Rabbit? It's kind of a funny movie. I, I this is one of my favorite one of my favorite movies from the eighties, late eighties. Came out in the late eighties, I think eighty eight, eighty nine. Just a cool flick, you know. It was really a, a, an interesting concept of of having uh, a live action, do, you know, dude uh, play a detective in a in a cartoon world. It was just it was cool. It was a cool flick. Chris, you like that movie, right? It's cool flick. One of the coolest things about that flick, of course, was Jessica Rabbit, voiced by, um, oh, I just, Kathleen Turner, right. I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. I remember the famous line. And she's sexy as hell. I'm not into cartoons, but, you know, Don Morgan, this was one sexy-ass cartoon. She was hot, man, She for a cartoon, Jessica Rabbit. I liked her, man. I know it sounds weird, but, hey, everybody did, okay? Everybody liked Jessica Rabbit. They made Patty Cake naughty. <laughs> well, Disney, because they're all woke now, you know, they got rid of Splash Mountain because it's racist, or they changed the name of it. You know, they, they, the Jungle Ride they changed because that was racist. They've put a trench coat on Jessica Rabbit. on the. Uh, they have a ride there. Uh, what the hell is it called? The Roger Rabbit Cartoon Spin Ride at Disneyland. Disneyland. Is that the one in California? Or is that, yeah, that's what I thought. I've been to that one years and years and years and years ago. So Jessica Rabbit now is no longer sexy in a low-cut dress. She has decided to be a, a private detective herself. And the new Jessica Rabbit now wears a trench coat and fedora. And when you get on the ride, I guess, there's a little sign that says, Citing the recent return of the Toon Patrol weasels as the main driver behind the recent sharp rise in crime statistics throughout Mickey's Toontown, Jessica Rabbit has determined it is past time for her to throw her fedora into the ring by starting her own private investigation service. And there's a picture of her, and she's got a freaking trench coat on. She's dressed like a dude, man. she got a trench coat on, her boobs are covered up, and she's wearing a fedora hat. Can that be more convoluted? What the hell was wrong? What's, what's wrong with sexy cartoons? What's wrong? With, that sounded weird. What's wrong with, with sexy women? Why is that now suddenly bad? I'm sorry, but man, this woke crap is is just making me crazy. They okay again, Chris. They put Jessica Rabbit in a trench coat, man. She looks like a flasher. You know, I'm just I'm so sick of this crap, man. Aren't you sick of this crap? Is it a big deal? Am I gonna lie awake at night? And and is my mind gonna be beset by this? No. But it's just another example of this pukey cancel crap, man. 
When, when, when did fem, being feminine become bad? When did here? Here's the dealio. Okay, it's bad for a woman to be feminine, right, Chris? But it's okay for a dude to be feminine. <laughs> I guess it really is a man's world, huh? God. She's going to come out as non-binary at some point. Jessica Rabbit will be non-binary. She'll insist, like Demi Lovato and people calling her them and they. <laughs> you wait. Oh, yeah, Joe Biden uh, mumbled his way through uh, his U.N. speech yesterday. Didn't he bring up the LGBT, LGBTQIXYZ fellow over there? God, we're doomed. Oh, yes. Also, he's uh, committed to fighting uh, uh, the the string of terrorism. He, he meant to say sting, but it's now the string of terrorism. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Hey, the 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon is happening right now. It's going on through October 15th on the website, ktsa.com. Obviously, because of the, the COVID, uh, we're, they're only doing delivery this year. That's what we did last year. Last year, you helped feed 10,000 people here in San Antonio uh, and provide them with a great Thanksgiving dinner. So we need your donations, uh, financial donations. We also need donations uh, to purchase the turkeys and, and all the food stuff. So please go to the website and do what you can for us at KTSA.com. Brought to you by Airtron Heating and Air, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health, and Ansira. Uh, phone lines are open for a couple more minutes this hour. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll talk about some other stuff next hour. Uh, we'll talk about the, the president being shouted down by his own staff. And uh, uh, border stuff, it's just, God, it's a mess. And Jim Jordan out of Ohio said a few days ago, actually over the weekend, that, you know, you, you look at what's going on. And we got, we in our own airport now, we have, you know, people who are just living there, who are waiting for a flight somewhere, somewhere else, somewhere else in the country. They're not vaccinated. They don't, you know, <laughs> don't know who's got COVID, who doesn't. Uh, it's, it's almost impossible at this point to even keep up with the, with the, uh, the estimated number of folks in Del Rio. I lost track at like 10,000 and it's growing and there are more coming. They try to commandeer, they comment, well, they did. They took over a bus yesterday. It's a horrible situation. It's a, just a horrible, horrible situation. And Jim Jordan said the only, Logical reason that you can plug into this is it's intentional. In other words, there's there's no other reason. There's there was and is no other logical reason for why they opened up the border. We don't have a border right now. Remember what Trump said: "You don't have a border, you don't have a country." Well, here we are. We're living the dream, man. We ain't got a border. Greg Abbott's doing what he can, but. For Texas, but you know this this is horrible, man. We have ports of entry now, apparently, or or not, or points of entry, I guess would be the better term, where uh, there's just nobody there, and they just stroll across. 
You know, you're going to have, and we'll talk again. We'll get more into this next hour, but you're going to have at some point if you're not there. What did Trey say earlier today, Chris? There's about thirty thousand people in Del Rio. The population normally, it's not a big town. Thirty thousand people, and you're going to have at some point. This is my guess: more illegal aliens there than actual citizens of the town. At the rate that they're arriving. And you guys are worried about horse reins? <laughs> Holy crap, man. You know, and it's intentional. What's the intention? You can't plug any other answer into why this is allowed to happen or why this has been, uh, why this is happening other than they, they want it, to, they want it to happen for some reason. I think it's about cheating elections. Because that's where they're shipping a lot of these people, if not all of them, to the states they need in, uh, not only the president, next presidential election, but the midterms. They, they, Especially the presidential, there are certain states, right? You you need to win. Fill them up with folks who you know are going to vote Democrat. You also need those COVID numbers up in some of these states, man, so you can install more mandates. I mean, it's it's there's only that's the, he's right. Jordan's right. It's the only logical explanation is that it's intentional, and that's sick. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. We've lost so much to this devastating pandemic, the emergence of new technologies and global health and a global health threat council toward global COVID response, the global COVID response. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the president of the United States of America. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. How you doing? Uh, where to begin, man? What, uh, every day we have to wade through the same crap, and it's multi-layered crap. You know, we're just living in the crap right now. We have an administration that is trying to turn this country into an asshole. <laughs> into a third world asshole. I wish I could say the whole word, the, the Trump uh, term. And you know, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know where you are in this. I want, I want to take some calls on this. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Because we we have so many different issues going on, and it's only what's the month count now, Chris? Ten months since this guy took over. And if you, you know, first off, yeah, the UN speech was was nonsensical. It was rambly. Didn't seem like anybody was actually even paying attention to him yesterday. We certainly, we played, what, five minutes? And I said, I have too much respect for my audience to, like, let this go on. And then the weird, weird meeting with Boris Johnson in the Oval Office. Can I take some questions? You know, and, and he, he goes to take some questions, and, and Biden starts to speak. And, yeah, it, it, this was planned. It, it, they can't, they have no mic to cut off, so they... His own staff shouted over him so he couldn't be heard. This is the president of the stinking United States. And they, they, they literally physically shoved all the reporters out of the Oval Office. Well, think about that. Have you ever seen anything like that? You know, I, I'm, well, I'm 54, so I've seen, uh, let's see, Nixon, Hunt, Reagan. 
Seen t- I've lived through 10 presidencies. Okay? And I do remember Nixon. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was a tiny-ass little kid, but I remember the guy with the greasy hair on TV was the president. My dad would sit there and watch the Watergate stuff every day. I, I've never seen anything. I, I mean, this is crazy. They they shouted down their, their own. He's their boss, man. Now, if Donald Trump got snotty, which he did quite often when it came to the press. And he would get snotty with them and call them fake news and point them out and call them out by name for publishing crap that wasn't true. And Donald Trump was guilty, according to the media, of trying to shut down a free press. Remember that? Even though Donald stinking Trump gave them more time He gave more time to the media and the press than any president I can remember. Well, they complained at one point. Remember when he was about to get on the helicopter? Oh, yeah. And they were like, he he keeps talking, and we're out here in the heat. Uh, Right. He talked so much, they got, got, oh, the heat's getting to me. I'm sweating through my silk tie. But, you know, these guys are actually about the business of shutting down the free press, man. Remember they had the FAA uh, get that drone, that Fox News drone out of out of Del Rio, so they couldn't take overhead shots anymore of the crowd of Haitians. Now they're they're physically shoving them out of the Oval Office. I mean, to the extent to where uh, they actually uh, some of them complained. They filed. They went to Jen Psaki's office. Which Chris, don't you feel like Jen Jen Psaki's office probably smells like? Vanilla potpourri, you know what I mean? She's probably got to put you. Then they kind of, she seemed like a kind of chick that would have like freaking potpourri burners and crap like that, scented candles, several little waterfall, little waterfall things, maybe a bonsai tree. Probably had the office smudged by some Indian Indian guy, some Indian CD playing chimes, CD playing chimes, low light. So they went to Jen Psaki's office. God, I can't stand her. They went to Jen Psaki's office and actually filed a couple of formal complaints. I don't give a crap about that, but you know what it is. It, it, it's, I, this didn't occur to me when we were talking about it earlier on, on Where and Rima, but it's like um, uh, you know how we always say, "Be be careful what you wish for." You know, the cancel culture is going to cancel your ass at some point. You, you're not going to be exempt from the cancel culture just because you're pro cancel culture, right? At some point, they're coming for your ass, too. The the White House press corps got a taste of that yesterday, man. They've been kissing Biden's ass for 10 months, man. Well, even longer than that. And it bit them on the ass yesterday, didn't it? They were shoved out the room, man. Guess you're not so sophisticated and elite anymore, are you? Wow. So who is running the country? I guess that's fundamentally the question, right? Who, who's really running the show, man? Because <laughs> look, somebody had to, right. Somebody had to come up with that. They had to have a meeting. They all just didn't start shouting magically at the same time, right? So you you wrap your noggin around that. So the the White House staff 
uh, you know, obviously apart from the president, got together <laughs> in a room somewhere and discussed this. What do we do if he starts talking? <laughs> what do we do? We we can't shut his mic. There's no mic to shut. I don't. What, what do we do? And the the only thing they could come up with was we need to shout over him so he can't be heard, and then get those reporters out the Oval Office. They had to have a meeting, man, to discuss this crap. Whoa, Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, sir. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I called you. I really did. I, I, I called you yesterday and was telling you about how this fraudulent administration disrespects and insults the intelligence of these so-called reporters, members mm. of the Anna media, right? And how they just how they just sit there and take it. And yesterday they got everything they deserved. They were told to shut up. They were shoved out of the room, and they sat there and took it like the good little lapdog bitches that they are. I thought it was awesome and amazing. I was just loving it. <laughs> I, I could see that. You know, it was kind of funny because again, they got their butt cheeks handed to them by the very people whose butt cheeks they kiss on a daily basis. You know, they got, they got told to shut up, and they got. <laughs> Shoved, physically assaulted, and shoved out of the room. It was righteous, righteous. <laughs> Excellent, man. I appreciate the call, Steve. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, here's Sam. Sam the man. How you doing, Sam? Good morning, Sean. Rama Ariaga. <laughs> hey, uh, quick question. Did you buy your socks? You know, this was a... I have a pair of socks. I'm not buying any. I, I, I've been wearing the same pair of socks for two days. Hey, this was planned and coordinated just like it was during the beginning of the coronavirus. Right. Remember how every mayor and senator and governor had the same talking points? Oh, yeah. Overnight? Yeah. Overnight, they all had the same talking points, what exactly their plan was. Kind of planned, maybe? Well, uh, of course it was planned, but that's kind of the even, that's even creepier when you think about it, that they, like I said, they had a meeting. They very obviously got together and discussed this. What do we do if the if the president starts to ramble? What do we do? You know, and so they had to make a, a group decision to do this. And that's weird, man. That'll freak everybody out. I appreciate the call. You know, seriously, free press, man. I'm kind of seeing Steve's point, though. It was kind of funny because now, now they're all upset, you know. Now they're complaining. You know, is, I wonder if does this mean that they're going to start like actually being journalists? Because now he's injured them somehow. It won't matter. <laughs> it won't matter. Just shut him down anyway. You know. So, oh, and the sock thing. Yeah, I, I, I. In fact, today is the first day when I actually go through the full exercise thing. I'm, I'm entering cardio rehab. It's an exercise three month exercise program. To get my ticker strong, it sounded funny, but you know what I mean. And as you know, and as it's become known throughout this glorious city of ours, that I I live my life in flip flops. I wear chocolates, you know, every day of my life. I, I don't wear solid shoes. I haven't, and, and I haven't uh, in about ten years, right, Chris? I, I've just always worn the flip flops, man. 
and uh, it become, because it's very comfortable. I'm late. I'm I'm a, a slow moving lazy mammal, and I could just slide my toes into the chocolates and bebop along my way. And so, because of the exercise things, I got to walk. I, I like today. I got to go at three o'clock, and I exercise. I don't know how long it is. And then the days when I don't go, I have to walk fifteen minutes. So, I I went and bought sneakers with, with my wife. She talked me down from the Velcro strips, but I wanted them. And uh, I got, and, and so what, what I discovered, Chris and Don, is that I, I don't have any socks. I don't own socks because I never wear socks. So all, all I have is one pair of socks. <laughs> and I've been, actually, I've been wearing them since Monday. I don't. I got to go to the Walmart and get some socks. I just haven't gone yet. I haven't had stuff to do. Well, wear them long enough, you'll have another pair of shoes. Do what? If you wear the socks long enough, you'll just have another pair of shoes. What do you mean? They'll They'll harden. Harden up. They'll harden and grow into my flesh of my ankles. I'm going to go buy some socks. I just haven't gotten around to it. You've been wearing the same pair of socks for three days? Well, yeah. I don't have any others. I, I, I don't. I don't don't you go to the, like the Dollar Tree on a daily basis or something no. like that? Or... No. Okay. I go to the HEB on a daily basis, but they don't have any socks. I'm sure if you asked them and told them your situation. Where's the sock aisle? No, just say, look, you know, I know you don't typically sell socks here, but I've been wearing <laughs> the same pair of socks for three days. I just got to go down to the Walmart, man. And I, I don't really feel like going to Walmart because I keep <laughs> locking myself out of my car. Oh, no. hey. So, hey. I've had, okay, I just got an email from somebody. Right. Hang on, Mr. Man. If anything, they have compression socks. Just get those. I don't even know what that means. It's for diabetics. Well. Helps with circulation. Becky says, my old Jeep Liberty used to do that to me. Thankfully, I always kept a square, a spare key in a magnet container under the bumper. It does happen. Mm-hmm. See? And no, I haven't bought any socks yet. I just got to go to the Walmart. I just haven't made it there yet. What color Cherokee? What? <laughs> she used to have one. Oh, okay. So I'll get some socks. I just haven't made it out there yet. That's all. So you're just, just going to buy the standard white socks? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, nobody sees my ankles. I'm not going to get fancy. Okay. You're not from Chicago. I'm not from Chicago. <laughs> I don't understand that joke. Um, so anyway, you know, I'll, I'll get some socks today, maybe tomorrow, maybe yeah, Saturday. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm going Saturday, to I'm going to go get some I, socks. I think that on my way home. Right. I'm going to make it a point to stop into Target, Walmart, one of the two. And I'm going to buy you some socks. You don't have to buy me because, socks. No, because here's the thing. If I don't, you're going to keep forgetting or refusing to stop to, and buy yourself some. <laughs> I'm lazy, man. And, and then eventually, <laughs> you know, you develop some type of fungus on your feet. Oh, because, God. And then what happens then? Then you get the fungus by no, walking no, around no, 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 where I not, walk? No, it has no... This is why I keep a distance from you. <laughs> so that's why we're locked in Are these you little, saying I smell? We're locked in these little boxes, and you have your own. Oh, God. Right? Uh, I'll go get some socks today. And then, you know, then it's just one more thing for you to bitch about. So, <laughs> oh, I, I had my foot. Oh, I got a condition, and I lost a foot. Oh, <laughs> I hate everything. I, I hate sock the buying. foot that I had lobbed off. <laughs> <laughs> If only I had listened to Don and Chris. <laughs> if, only I, if only I had bought some socks. Ah, What's wrong with me?
I got no feet. <laughs> I'll lose my feet. All right. 210. I always wanted to be a pirate, but not really. <laughs> yeah, I got two pig legs because I didn't buy socks. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, talking about border stuff and just the general crappiness of everything. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Javier. Javier, how you doing? I'm doing good, Sean. I'll tell you what. I'm. If you don't buy yourself a pair of socks, I'm going to buy you some of those orthopedic pantyhose for the old men. Oh God! <laughs> I'll buy some socks. I'll buy some socks. Uh, I just haven't gotten there yet. I wanted to comment on the border. Why isn't anybody blaming Mexico? And why can't we tell them, hey, you know, quit letting these damn people in? And I want to know why the United States is not doing something and, you know, threatening them. Can you answer that? I I, I don't know. I I, I think, again, that there's some intentionality to this. They're, They're trying to achieve something inside the country. Which is why he opened the border up to begin. Why did they open? Why did they? I mean, because I, I agree with you. You know, as far as Mexico and, and certainly Donald Trump had a hard line with Mexico, but you know why? Especially with the COVID thing going on, why did he roll back those refugee policies anyway to begin with? I mean, it, there's got to be some sort of intentionality. They want to achieve something political politically. We're we're sending them so much money to Mexico. We ought yeah. to cut that damn purse off. I agree. I absolutely agree. All right, thank you. I absolutely agree. It's horrible, man. Are you seeing these images out of uh, Del Rio? You know, and that's not the that's not the entire problem, man. That's just one aspect of the problem. That's the one we're focusing on right now. But holy crap, man! It's you know we have no border. Right now, effectively, we do not have a border. And uh, you know, and Donald Trump said it: without a border, you don't have a country. I'm not trying to bum you out, but we're we're losing our country on many different levels. Two one zero five. Oh, Rudy J uh, from ESPN usually joins us th- at this time, but he's off today, so we'll uh, we'll have him back for another visit tomorrow. Uh, he does the morning show with Rob Thompson over there at ESPN uh, from 7 to, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. It's a great show. Uh, so he'll, he'll be back with us tomorrow. Um, 210-599-5555. Here's Mike. Mike, how you doing? Hey, brother. Love your show. God bless you. Thank you. And uh, I was just thinking if the media spent this much attention on the border as they have with the missing girl, which that's tragic. That's a horrible story. But... If they spent the same amount of time covering the border, everybody across the country would realize how big of an issue this is. And right. Greg Abbott could get donation. He would get donations from New York. People from New York would be sending money. Well, but you know d- how bad it was. Well, I I, I I agree, but you know the the way it's covered by the standard media outlets, there's a lot of stuff that you and I know living here that a lot of people on the East Coast, especially, have no idea. And, oh, and a lot of them don't even believe what's going on anyway. Yeah, they if they knew how bad, because it's not good for these people to sit under that bridge, whether they're coming here legally or illegally. You don't you don't want people sitting in a condition like that. And if they saw that, they would at least, 
Oh, man, it, it, it's frustrating. It is. It is extremely frustrating, man. I appreciate the call. It, it, it totally is, is very frustrating because uh, the, the president doesn't address it at all. They're, they Again, I believe they want this to happen, you know, for a couple of different reasons. Uh, these are potential voters in, in swing states for the Democrats. That's, that's, that's as cheap as it is. Uh, we, we hear about, you know, hey, champ, we got to fight this COVID thing and blah, blah, stick and blah. But if you really wanted to fight the COVID thing, you would never have opened the border to begin with. They're not testing these people. They have no idea who's got COVID, who doesn't. A lot of them are coming to San Antonio. Why? Well, you want to see, they get, they sent them to Florida. Why? Because you want, you want the, the states where they've opened up business again and they, the numbers started leveling off. They, they want those, they want to jack up those COVID numbers in places like Texas and Florida. And you know it. There's no other explanation. You know, that's how cheap all of, cheap and sick all of this is. And Mike's right. You know, I mean, I'm not, again, trying to take away from the tragic, tragic nature of the of the petito uh, case certainly not but baby it's wall-to-wall coverage and people go missing and get murdered in this country every single day every single day but as i said i think on monday or actually i wasn't here on tuesday yesterday the the reason a story like the Petito story uh, takes on so much resonance is, you know, frankly, it's kind of a, like a melodrama. People hook into it like a soap opera. They really do. Because, man, baby, everything else is sucking. <laughs> it really is. All right, let's take a break. 210-599-5555. It is Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. This is my show. Hi, Chris. I'm Sean. This is my show. Yes, Sean Morgan. Hi, guys. You know, I, I, I keep getting now emails about socks. Um, it's uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. It's 1040. Okay, because I made the mistake. They go on your feet. Yeah, I, I know. I made the mistake. Of going on the air and saying, you know, I have I've been wearing flip flops for almost ten years, and uh, you know, now that I got to do this this cardiac exercise program, uh, you know, I found out I don't have any socks. Man. I got to get some socks, man. And we got one pair of socks. And I made the mistake. You should have never let this happen. I made the mistake of mentioning that I've been wearing the same pair of socks since Monday, which is true. I'm not going to lie to you. I respect you too much. And now I've received about seven or eight emails just in the past 30 minutes. People offering to buy me socks or telling me where a good place to go to buy socks is. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just going to go to Walmart. Don't you don't please don't buy me socks. I can rent you some socks. No, I don't know. Would you like to borrow the socks? No. I think I have a spare pair in the car. I'm going to go get some socks. All right. I'll buy some socks. And I mean, I appreciate the, the door. I appreciate the sock love. What? That sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> the sock love. <laughs> How much do you pay for that? I wonder. <laughs> the sock of love. No. The socks of love. No, I. Uh... <laughs> God, I know we're all thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm just saying. Keep going. Keep going. I'm just saying. 
I will buy some socks. Okay. Dear Jesus, you don't please. I, and I appreciate that you, that you guys love me so much that you would buy me socks, but you don't have to buy me socks. I'll, I'll go buy some socks. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to go to Walmart and get some socks. And you didn't lock the door. Okay, I've had emails, too, of people saying, Mr. Man, that that happened to them, too, with an older car. The, the, the funny thing is, is you revealed to us, what, half an hour ago, that you've been wearing the same socks since Monday. Yeah. And here we are. We're about ready to wrap up the show for Wednesday. Right. You, you, tell, you tell us this, and for whatever reason, I'm not shocked at all. The news <laughs> doesn't surprise me. I didn't think it would. No. Been sitting over there I mean, for I've, ten years too. I've I've known you. I've been working here. I mean, I think it was eight years ago. This today was my first day working. Was here. it eight years ago today? Today or tomorrow? I can't remember. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've known you all this time. We've worked closely together this whole time. Yes. And so when you say things like this, I'm like, well, you know, okay, it's pretty minor considering who we're talking about. <laughs> you, know? you know, I got issues. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, I got I, issues. We learn something new. I'm lazy as hell. <laughs> I'm inconsiderate. Now, if you have him over weird, for, huh? for a party, he'll ask, "Can I leave with some socks? Can I get some socks too?" Hey, uh, I noticed you got some leftover socks over here. Can I go through your your sock drawer? I'm just and, saying, and man. You know me. Yeah, help yourself. It's not easy being me. <laughs> it's not easy being me. It's all about the sock love. Sock love. Yeah, yeah. Boy, there's so many different directions I could take that. Well, where my love socks. But then where would I go to work tomorrow? Um, well, you wouldn't have to wear socks. I guess I wouldn't. Still getting crusty. Oh. Oh, Chris. 210-599-5555. Oh, God. Bob, you don't have to donate me socks. Yes, sir. No, I'll, I'll go get some. I'm gonna, I, I make enough money to buy socks. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I got a bunch of them. I was going to give them the goodwill, but in case you need some, I'll give you No, some. no, it's okay, man. I'll get some socks. I appreciate it, though. I really do. <laughs> okay. You take care. All right. Thanks, man. Stay- oh, my God. Okay. I'm not a hobo. I'll go get some socks. This ain't Del Rio. I'll go get some socks, okay? <laughs> I don't, you don't need to donate socks. You don't need to rent me socks. I can afford a pair of socks or some socks from Walmart. Get more than one pair. Yeah, I'll get, a few, I'll get maybe two. Two socks or two pairs? <laughs> Don't they have, like, buy one, get one free deals on socks? Yeah, on socks. Yeah, you buy one, you get one free. <laughs> Why don't you just buy, like, a whole package of them? Well, I'm going to. I'm just They're being like funny. Ten bucks or something. The smallest go, package is usually, like, six pairs. I'll go get right. I'll go get a, a bag of socks. You're going to bust the bag open and take two pairs out. No, I'm not. That's theft. I'm not, I'm not a thief. I'm a jerk, but I'm not a thief. So I'll go get... <laughs> Go get some bloody socks, okay? You don't have to buy me socks. I don't want my audience buying me socks, huh? Well, I'm just saying I don't want, you know, come in tomorrow and there'll be a bunch of bags of socks over there. 210-599-55. I love you all. I do. We're going to put that on the calendar. Oh, my God. My wife is texting me. We're going to put that on the calendar as one of our yearly fundraisers. We have the Jimenez dinner, (laughs) followed by the Rama sock drive. Then we collect toys for tots. Uh, my wife just texted me. You've been wearing the same socks since Monday. Ew. Did she call you punk ass? S-M-H. How embarrassing. 
with a shocked little emoji face. Oh, wait, there's one more. Punk ass. (laughs) I like to be honest with my audience at all times. I am wearing underwear. 210599. Since since Monday. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. No. Well, last week. This is my job. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Stay connected. It's that time of year again, man. It's the 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon going on right now through October 15th, like last year. Because of the COVIDs, uh, they're going to be doing delivery. And last year, you helped feed 10,000 needy people here in San Antonio. We also need help with the purchase of the food, uh, the turkeys and the biscuits and the mashed potatoes and all that stuff. So give what you can at KTSA.com. Brought to you by Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat and AC, Wagner Hollick uh, Custom Homes, North Park Toy- Toyota of San Antonio, and Conviva Care Centers. Uh, we've already had some uh, pretty big donations so far. So uh, any well, any size donation counts. It doesn't matter if it's you know. $5 or $500, it all goes to uh, help feed these folks at a very needy time in San Antonio. It's Thanksgiving. KTSA.com. Here's Carl. Carl, how are you doing? Hey, Sean. Hey. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Sure. So I, I just wanted to um, add to your your comments um, about COVID on the border. Right. Just going to give you a rundown real quick. Uh, I have a special needs child that I, I kept uh, safe from COVID over the last two years. Mm. I sent him to school, and um, he, he had to wear a mask uh, because they they're forcing him to do that. Even though Governor Abbott said not not to mandate that. Right. Uh, first week of school, uh, he got COVID oh. uh, at school, uh, and and everyone in the house got COVID. We just got done recovering from that. Oh God. We we done most of the things that they uh, other than getting the the mark. Um, We've done everything that everything that they said to do, um, and mm. it's useless because they're taking all these people that they're bringing down from the border that are COVID positive and sticking them in the schools where our kids are at. And if you go to the school and stand there for five minutes at, at, at the office, you can see all these people that don't speak the language, and you can obviously tell they just got to Wow. Oh, and man. It, 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 it's frustrating. It's useless. Now I'm thinking – Six months from now, when the natural immunity uh, wears off, even if, if, if it lasts that long, um, is my kid going to get COVID again and again and again? Because they're just going to keep the pattern, sticking these people in this in the school that are COVID uh, positive. It's so frustrating. How can we stay safe? How can we keep our kids safe? And But they want to clamp down on our freedoms. They want to clamp down on us. And they're not going to do it. Uh, but at the same time, they're importing it in. Mm. What, what can we do? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I hate to say it. I, I don't know. That's why it's such a crappy situation. I appreciate the call, man. God bless you, man. I, uh, you know, do you hear that? That's reality. He's got a special needs kid. Did everything he was told to do. Kid goes to school, is wearing a mask, gets COVID, brings it back home. Everybody gets COVID. And, uh, yeah, the migrant kids are, are showing up in the schools. Not being vaccinated, not being tested. 
as I understand it, roughly around 30, 35% of all the folks coming over the border actively refuse to get vaccinated. But they're not beholden to. They don't have to. You and I do, right? Depending on your work situation. You know, and, and, and I, I, you hate to, and I, I know I say this a lot, but it's the truth of it. You, you hate to be in a position when you do what I do for a living of not having a solution, but I, I don't. <laughs> what do we do? I, I don't know. I don't know. Our own government is actively working against us at this point. That's honestly what I think. Our own government is actively working against us. To what ends, I can only, you know, believe that it has something to do with just changing what this country is, and they're about it. They also want to lock in their power. You heard John Hayward say that earlier from Breitbart uh, on, uh, on the 550 KTSA Morning News with my good brother Trey. They want to lock in their power so that uh, uh, non-swampers can never make it in that in the Oval Office again. They, they want to consolidate their power over you and over me. They want to take your vote for you, from you, which they successfully did in the last presidential election, in my opinion. That's what this is all about. That's why it's so sick. And you remember your Ronald Reagan. You're only ever, I'm paraphrasing, but you're only ever well, just one generation away from losing all your freedoms and liberty and, and losing what this country is. And I believe it. I'm, we're seeing it happen right in front of our eyes. What do you do? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, if, if the fix is in, I mean, again, they're, they're shipping these people specifically to states that they would need to win in a presidential cycle. You know, amnesty, I think, is built, I think somewhere in the infrastructure bill, it's built in there, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not certain about that, but they want these folks to vote, man. (laughs) That is what this is about. Votes. It's about power. It's about cheating an election. It's about fascism. Because, you know, kicking reporters out of the Oval Office in the manner they did it yesterday, not only was it embarrassing, while another world leader, another head of state is sitting there, but it's also fascism defined, man. That's what it is. Troubling times. Troubling times in which we live. Here's Angel. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Hello. Hey. Um, oh, hey. Uh, thank you for having me on my on your show. Sure. Um, I want to say this real quick before y'all go. Um, I did want to make a comment about this. I actually just started listening to y'all like this week, honestly, and I'm a very young a learner, and I really want to know the truth. Uh, I wanted to make a comment about how y'all said that uh, that event, I didn't get to see it, I guess it was yesterday, that all of the uh, people were saying it as if they had a meeting before, like as if it wasn't. Um, oh, oh uh, when they shouted down the president, the, the yeah. president's own staff talked over him yeah. and shoved the reporters out of the Oval Office. Yeah, I, I like turned the radio on right in the middle of that, but I wanted to make a... You've got to be quick because I'm almost out of time here. Okay, I wanted to recommend Dr. Stephen Greer. He is the one that opened me, opened my eyes to the truth, and I'm very young about all this. Uh, there is somebody, uh, it's not the government that is doing all this. It's the government are puppets, and I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but right. Dr. Stephen Greer. I'll look it up. All right, thank yes, you. Sir. I appreciate it, Angel. Thank you. Uh, well, that's it. Thank you, Chris. 
thanks to our executive producer, Elaine Rodriguez, uh, my good brother, uh, Don Morgan, and my other good brother, uh, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.